You are listening to Cracking the Rich Code with Miss Marilee, your insider's club from authors and entrepreneurs across the country, giving us their best to help us crack the rich code. And now, here is Miss Marilee. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Cracking the Rich Code Radio. I am Miss Marilee. I am so excited today. I can barely contain myself. Um, my guest today is a spiritual intuitive coach whose career includes a high-profile pro, high celebrities in music and film and racing. She's known as The Changer, an expert in the documentary film called Imagine a World. Uh, her enthusiastic style and passion for motiva- motivational speaking Mindful living and meditation have benefited many through her workshops that combine meditation and uh, the simple plant-based meals, and we're going to talk about her chapter. I'm so excited. Uh, Everybody welcome uh, Carla Walker, Uh, and let's talk about her path and her gift on helping others to connect to their highest self. Carla, are you there? I am. Hello, Marilee. This is so fun. (laughs) Yes, welcome to the show. Um, did I say that right? The uh, imagine a word or world? World, yes. In the, the yes. documentary film, I, I don't know if yes, I said it right. Was it a world? You, it's okay. actually a world. I saw the the typo there, and I was like, oh, geez. yeah. I'm not sure if it was written that way in the book, but um, I will have to correct if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> But um, imagine a world. So I, I have so much I want to talk to you. I don't even know where to, to begin. Based on that, let's talk about that for a minute. What is the, the documentary film? Because I have not seen it, Imagine a World. What's it about? Yeah, and what I what I, I had just written you before this started was it actually didn't get out into the public yet. It en- ended up in some legal things. But what was amazing uh, was similar to this book that many of us got together uh, we were kind of the same situation of how we ended up in this book was the same thing with this this film. And we uh, all met in Atlanta and filmed and uh, amazing, so similar. Just this happens to be a film that hasn't been able to get released yet, but similar people of like minds, but all different paths, how what what they felt, how they saw the world for the future. And so right. there were people of like minds, um, but different paths. And we filmed out in Atlanta last year. And so we're waiting to still see how that will show up out in the world. But you do your work, right? You take the steps. It felt intuitively right to do that, similar to this book. And so, and I think right. it's so amazing when I read your chapter, how in alignment we are. And we've never met. We're, you know, across the country. And here's this really beautiful alignment of what we're wanting others to read and feel about. And also that I believe yes. people are searching for this information. So we were just asked if we'd want to be a part of it. Right. And we said, yes. Right. Saying mm-hmm. yes. It's important. Oh, absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, your, your book is titled or your chapter is titled the joyful, rich human life. And, um, you know, you're talking about developing your identity as happy. That's so mm-hmm. powerful because mm-hmm. people don't think of themselves with that identity. It's, you know, how I grew up. It's, you know, what title I hold. But tell me about identifying with happy. Well, one of the reasons why when I sat down to write, I thought, am I going to write about the 
earthly successes I've had or losses or what, but Mm -hmm. this is what came through because I really feel this is who I am or have worked to strive to or have clients that I see they're, they've had incredible success. They're on TV, their albums are touring, and yet there's this deep depression and sadness and something's out of balance, right? Something's missing. Right. And I know when I was a little kid, I know that I had feedback. I was a pretty happy kid. You know, I liked playing and had a lot of, I was a very energetic kid, (laughs) a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And I know that in general, it's pretty simple what makes me happy. So I feel very fortunate Mm -hmm. that it doesn't take a lot. I was from a big family. There were 11 of us, you know, and you have a lot of compromise, right? Yeah, 11, six brothers and two sisters and um, lived on some land and we had a lot of ways to run and also be connected spiritually, right? You know, you're out in nature a lot and with animals, you to me, I kind of came in spiritually based, but I think it's also makes it easier when you're in balance with getting that connection with nature. And then getting older, it's not to say there weren't hard times and plenty of losses, but I just couldn't write in this book one more way for someone to strive if they're struggling, they're striving out there and they're not having, that's painful. That's painful if they're viewing it like they're not where they're supposed to be or somewhere they're trying to get to. So that felt that's what came through was to write about, you know, how do we live a joyful, happy life? How do we, you know, I was mm-hmm. doing some continuing education units about um, people who live to over 100 who live in the blue zones. And they talked about they all, they weren't striving for something more materially. They were, they were connecting with people. It was really simple stuff that made them happy, but they also said they had happy dispositions. They had an ease of their personality. So here, if we're just teaching everyone how to make millions, which is great and fun. And yes, all those people who are listening to this who are like, yeah, I want my millions. Good, fine. But don't miss this journey if that's how you get there and you get there. Awesome, right? But Mm -hmm. every day, Mm -hmm. every day, are are you happy at the end of the day? Because I can tell you, you'll be calling me if you're not (laughs) because you'll be looking for you know, like, why right. am I not happy? I do have all this, and I'm, I'm still not happy. I'm still not there. And so, right. You know, um, what I visualize when I hear you talking is that, you know, how we say, you know, take a break, go out in nature, go ground, mm-hmm. breathe, be mm-hmm. by the trees. Well, mm-hmm. if you imagine all of us leaving the city, leaving the town, whatever you're in, and going out into this wilderness, like this place that you just described. All you have mm-hmm. is nature. All you have mm-hmm. is the sky and the trees and the water, and you're grounding all day long. And you're so mm-hmm. happy about it. You're not thinking about what the city life brings, the congestion, mm-hmm. the material, the sails, the glitter. All You're not thinking about it because you're just so happy and at peace with what God gave us. Yeah, the, sim- so the, it, the simplicity, right, right, the simplicity yeah. of, you know, and being, and learning to be present. And again, there's nothing wrong. It's very fun to jump on a jet. I'm not saying that's sure. not a fun thing to do. So I'm not sure. discounting any of that, but I know that if there's, if that's all there is, that you will become very bored. 
and feel like oh, something's missing if you don't sit absolutely. and align with something, whether it's the universe right. or we are um, God or something. Yes, we are trained to chase the money. We are programmed mm-hmm. to believe that that's going to make us happy. And like you said in your book, you know, it's about the journey. It's about today, right now, your relationship. I love that. Yeah, I, I'm I your think story just going, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that the radio show is today. Um, one of the traumas that happened for me early in life was I had a five-year-old son that passed away. And today is the day that he would have um, passed. And it's been many, many years. But I, I'm certain that that's something else that form, formed me in some way. But I, I was always like this, but I am more conscious of it, too, that when we get snagged on some of those other things, uh, I just go, oh, yeah, no. I, you know, like, stop, oh, stop. God stop and and also just people that I work with that are having you know losses of somebody who's in the process of passing from cancer or something or there's you know just big losses and and I just you know there that it it is it's definitely something that even though it's been a lot of years it still has had an impact on me today to be able to love in a greater capacity and be able to judge less I, I believe from having that having that experience well i can't even imagine i'm sorry i oh oh breaks my heart you know um it should never be that way should never ever be that way Um, you know i don't feel like that because i think that would be like i think this world however we want it to look there's something in the perfection in it that I trust you. So I don't, I'm not saying I liked it. And if I could go back and someone said I could wish it differently, I, I probably, I would, but I also know merely that I, it's helped me sit with people dying. It's helped me be able to work with people with serious drug issues or be sitting mm-hmm. with them and, and loving them sure. It expanded me so much more from from that. You know, I, I know I that that has helped me to be able mm-hmm. to do healing work. And so I don't know that it shouldn't be that way because I'm helping someone right now, and she's in her 30s. And the people they 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 know that I believe there's something perfect in this world that I do trust. So it might be different than somebody else views it in this world, but that would Mm -hmm. be more my philosophy of how I think I have to trust there's something that if I'm learning or expanding, um, yes, I I like that. I'm totally with you on that. Mm -hmm. I'm totally Mm -hmm. with you on that. I feel like, you know, there's, there's man's world of expectation and, and the way we're thinking, but there's a spiritual world and God's world and everything is perfect there and everything has a time. So if you can, I think if you can let go and and actually realize that everything has a time here on earth and none of us has promised another day. Right. So then you yeah. lose that expectation yeah. and that sorrow and the despair and you literally learn from it. But mm-hmm. when I say, you know, it should never be that way because it's, it's, you know, every parent's greatest fear, you know, mm-hmm. it's out of order. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying it should never be that way because you're just like, it, it's not right. 
But if you detach from that perception and realize that, like you said, we are light beings here on earth and we are experiencing this right now in the physical. And when our time is up, that physical just goes away, but we never end. Right. That's, that's what we just forget sometimes. (laughs) We Mm -hmm. just forget sometimes. (laughs) And I think that's Mm -hmm. where, why meditation is so important to me because it's such a quick way to drop back into remembering and not getting too too connected with all this here because it is such a mm-hmm. it's just like a blink it's just such like i could you know you just feel like you snap your fingers like what you know particularly how fast it feels like it's going for people right now and i think that's oh, where goodness. i know that and i you know a lot of times i just ask my clients like you know just are you meditating and i don't have a judgment if someone doesn't want to i don't really i don't have any need for them to but i I know that so many people that if they've done it for a little bit, they know the benefits. And so I'll just like, oh, yeah. two minutes, you know, sit for two minutes. Like, okay, one mm-hmm. minute, just do some breathing. Just just do some breathing mm-hmm. and dropping into that mm-hmm. space, right, where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there is a sky out there. Let me just look outside for a minute. Let me just appreciate mm-hmm. that. So. And again, so that true. raises our vibration to be in more joy and that level of joy. And really, I do believe that's what people are searching for, right? You know, I think they're searching for certainty and security and all those things and to be able to have freedom if, if money can give that and it does, it gives more choices. Mm-hmm. But but I think the soul, or to get back to the soul, which is a, a right. joy and happiness, right? So I agree. getting back to that state. You know, you know what they say. If you don't have time to meditate, you you need it more. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You, and and um, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just I was going to say that I think that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You and I are just so we're so funny. You know, I'm okay. So what I was going to say was that um, you know, I find that when we meditate, when I meditate. I actually become more productive. Mm-hmm. So like taking that mm-hmm. time out gives you more time. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Because people that are super stressed, they lose such a high portion of their energy and their mind's focus. So if you sit and meditate and you still go start sit down, you know, your body knows what's needed to keep you on purpose. And the rest can right. just be distractions and like up, down, up, down. So, and I know right now one of the biggest issues we're having, and it's not that it's not talked about out there, is that we really are having struggles with the addiction with the phones or the iPads or the electronics. Oh, yeah. And and that, you know, it's designed that way, but it doesn't mean it's any easier that, you know, just helping people set a time that they're going to stop looking at it and put it down or put put it somewhere specifically so it develops a habit of like, oh my phone goes here at eight PM and and I know mm-hmm. people could, the listeners could tell me why they can't put their phone down at eight because one of their kids is out or something and I was like, But we didn't used to live that way. Do you have to live in fear that something's going to happen? And I'm a mom saying that something did happen to one of my kids and I'm still one of those that would say, Put your phone down. If there's an emergency you're going to know about it. Put your phone down. Put your iPad down. Just stop, like stop stimulating yourself so and getting connected. Mm-hmm. And you'll go through the discomfort. It feels weird because my hand will still want to grab it, right? My phone will, my hand will still, mm-hmm. like, 
Wait, what? You're like, ah, let me breathe again. Okay, right. what was I doing? Right. <laughs> Maybe there's someone mm-hmm. I'm going to say hello to that's my neighbor or in my house. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and it's amazing how when you unplug, there's an immediate relief. And I think for some people, you actually feel lost. Like, well, what do I do now? Who do I talk to? What do I follow? Mm-hmm. And um, that time for yourself is so important. It, and I, I mean, I can't stress it enough. I literally feel the difference. If I sleep with my phone or the computer in my room, I definitely don't sleep as well as when it's out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. more and more studies, just people with health issues and and sleep issues. And certainly that's, I get clients who aren't sleeping because then they're struggling mentally. And so that's that thing of where there are people who, they're, they're going out to their electrical box and shutting their house off because they have to, wow. there's so much energy running through their houses and they sleep like babies. Because if we were sleeping outside or under this, you know, the moon or something, but they they absolutely know the difference or when their kids are struggling to sleep and they're shutting it completely off because there's just the the vibration is running through that house. The energy is running through that right. house. We're energy beings, mm-hmm. so we're picking up all that energy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Mm, that is a good point. I know, you know, I, I hate that electrical box, but I mean, yeah, that was, that's something that I would like to do. Imagine if we had to just be without for a little bit of course what about your refrigerator and all that do you know what they they must i I, and again i haven't even done it because i've shut off enough stuff that i sleep fine and i take magnesium for sleep also it's one of my supplements Mm -hmm. that i think everyone tests you know they're just not getting it through the foods i'm a big person about how we eat and how we sleep so Mm -hmm. i haven't had to go to those measures but I know also for refrigerators closed, it does last a certain amount of time, but it's okay. Right. So, uh, or mm-hmm. you don't, maybe, maybe they don't, maybe they leave that one on and don't. I thought they always hit the main, the people, the different people I know. So I'm curious. Oh, I would have to ask them, but shutting <laughs> things down, right? And and even just shutting yeah. off the computer from that light early enough and people are just, um looking at the next YouTube, looking at the next YouTube video and the next and the next, and they, and they're mm-hmm. staying up later and later and then they're tired. And then they wondered why they didn't get to the, to the gym or to some kind of workout or a walk. And so um, I just like to challenge people, like, let's just start with something small. Like, I don't care if it's 8 PM. Can we just be done? Can we just shut it off? Can we right. put your phone down and get it off your body? Right. Can we get it off your body? Mm-hmm. So, so true. So true, you know, but it's it's hard, especially with the kids, you know, everybody who's grown up with all this technology, um, they're bored. They don't know yes. what to do other than to look yes. at that phone. Yes. You know, it's like bored. Yes. God gave us such a beautiful world and explore you. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> yes. And right. and I, I was going, I didn't write it yet, but I wanted to post it. I, I, I actually thought about how many people could have a business, a career, or crack the rich code and have millions, or have a degree if they took that amount of hours. That would be the same as, like, taking a college class, really, <laughs> if they wanted to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And they, that totally. amount of time of getting the right selfies mm-hmm. and posting it oh, and I all of that. that. And so... And I'm not saying people shouldn't have fun connecting in some ways. I just 
don't spend that much time on there. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, I didn't, didn't you see that picture? And I was like, I don't spend that much time on there. I do, I do post for my work at times. I, but I mm-hmm. don't, I, I don't spend hours on there. And at first people kind of tease you about it, but I know we're trending back now. We, we have all this I wonderful believe- technology and now we're learning how to use it. And we just got out of whack. You know, it's like getting a new Christmas present and we just have had it think sure. it's so fun. And then it's sort of like, okay, now how am I going to use this? <laughs> so I'm going to use this yes. for work and I'm going to put it away. So I don't amazing. need to play on my toys mm-hmm. all day long and every, every right. minute. So, and, and I don't know in your work, but we're really struggling with people knowing how to socially connect. So it's another piece of what oh. I'm having to coach people on. They don't, yep. they don't know how to say hello. So uh, on That's all right. my walks, I say hello to everyone. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. I know sometimes people look like, do I know you? And I was like, yes, I know you because you're a part of me. <laughs> you're one of me. Right. We're humans out here. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yes, I'm saying hello. But, you know, that comes from spirituality. People mm-hmm. who don't understand what you're saying, you know, you are a part of me. We are one. What do mm-hmm. I have to be afraid of? Why can't I just be free yes. to love on you? Yes. You know, and that's yes. you know, that's what you're seeing. And that's what makes you so comfortable and easy to talk to is because you have that spirituality. You understand who they are by knowing who you are. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, go ahead about loving yourself first. Mm-hmm. When you love yourself and then, and then it, you know, it spills over to your relationships. Yeah, I know that working with people, I've sort of seen that in your 20s, I didn't know how to stop or set a boundary around myself. If I was tired, I would just kind of keep pushing. And not that you can't push when you're tired at times. Sometimes you have to. And again, you go past the mind and say, I'm endless energy. Let me, if I have something I really need to do. But so often it was things that really weren't as as important as why did I feel the need to do that and then you kind of figure out some boundaries and you get better boundaries in your 30s mm-hmm. where you sort of learn oh why did I go do that or run and run and take care mm-hmm. of that when I could have maybe been not making sure. that table so perfect at Thanksgiving or something you know and I, so and true. I think that's the <laughs> best part about getting older is you kind of start figuring these things out and and not to say that people who aren't younger don't do great jobs with self-care because I think that it's modeled more about self-care. But mm-hmm. I know for me, it it helps me that I have my clients and that I have learned to put certain structure in place because I know those little things all make the difference to me also just being happy every day. There's a reason mm-hmm. 95% of the time I go to bed about the same time I wake up you know, I really do wake up at four and I start my day with meditation and my lemon water and take off for the gym most days or this morning did a hour walk, it was maybe 50 minute walk and, um, but generally it's the gym or a walk or, or something. I play softball a couple nights a week too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just know, but, That's great. but me doing these things that fill me up and having the structure, I and you, I think you probably read that I eat a certain way. I do happen to be vegan. And that's been part of my evolution, mm-hmm. too. As a kid, we became vegetarians when I was in, like, fifth grade and then kind of got away from it and then went back to it and been back and forth. And then part of my evolution spiritually even is just the vibration of 
connecting with the animals. For me, it just doesn't work to eat them. And so I know that um, giving up gluten is not like the same thing as the animals, but just again, learning about health and the evolution, I just can feel about food and what my body needs now. And we're becoming more sensitive beings. So Mm -hmm. maybe McDonald's worked for some people. Maybe it still works for some people. It just doesn't work for me. There's something that it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like there's energy in it. So Mm -hmm. I, I just don't eat the animals and then I don't do, you know, the dairy just from Mm -hmm. also wanting to change the footprint of the planet right now. And seeing that Mm -hmm. there's um, some needs that with the amount of people on the planet. So that's a passion of mine. No judgment to anyone who does just for me. It's one of those that I feel passionate about for myself and to help Mm -hmm. teach people about it and see Mm -hmm. if, and I'm seeing more and more kids who they're having sensory issues that they don't want to either. (laughs) There's a little Mm -hmm. boy that Mm -hmm. cried once he figured out that lobsters when people he didn't know that like if you eat lobster that that's the lobster that is going in the water like he didn't put those together and most people don't want Mm. to put that together that if they eat a chicken Mm -hmm. that it was a chicken from the farm you know from from charlotte's web Mm -hmm. chickens in the pictures or something and and i know this other little girl she was like no that leg was not a chicken (laughs) and you know i was like Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> it was. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. the, the kids are coming in onto the planet more sensitive and having sensory issues even around the meats and not wanting to eat it. They're more attracted to vegetables and live foods if you give it to them. You give it to them and, mm-hmm. and start them on it because, you know, yeah, I love sugar that. and things. So. And a lot of it, too, is um, accountability, I feel, with, you know, eating animals and the whole protein and, you know, et cetera, and why we need it. The thing is, if we all had to raise our own cow and our own chickens, our own pig, and then slaughter that animal, would we do it? Could we? I, I know I, I could. I know. I, yeah, I, I can't now either. I grew up on land, and I remember being uh, – there's a picture of me being like three standing there or two when they did do that to our cow. <laughs> but – I never had had to do it, and I um, I was with a Native American man where, of course, for him, eating the animals, you say a prayer, and it's sacred, and you eat the whole animal, and I remember there was they were squirrel hunting, and he wanted me to kill this squirrel, and, I, and it was like so oh. close to me, and I was like, I can't do it. I just can't do it, and I know right. that I do understand it's a consciousness peace because I have people who can and it's okay and I think that's their consciousness today and um but I believe we're evolving so quickly that Mm -hmm. and and even the whole protein thing you said is that we're really taught we're supposed to have so much protein and it's so fun that there's all these amazing athletes that are out there um I love this man's book and he's um a, he was a military man who wrote um about being a vegan and he's a bodybuilder and there's lots of bodybuilders and there's olympians and and so right. i know that honestly in the next 10 years that is not what everyone's going to be saying you know you need your 80 grams mm-hmm. of protein and and they don't oh. know the combination of protein that actually is in the uh, vegetables 
and things that they're getting. And what I learned over with my own body was being a vegetarian, I, I didn't know why my energy was dropping. And it's because our, our foods are sprayed so much with pesticides that we're not getting the nutrients that we needed. And what I needed was bees. And once I figured mm. out that I didn't need any meat, I just needed bees. That was the little, for me, one of the biggest clues once I started that. And people tease me because I carry bees. I'm always like, somebody's yawning. I'm like, oh, did you need a bee? <laughs> and that's what I'm always asking. Yeah. Like, oh, did you need a bee? It's just, I use bee complex and I carry them wherever I go because my body was deficient in bees mm. and the other one that's deficient, people are deficient in is D's, and that's depression. And since I was a marriage family therapist and coach, you know, I also look at that and go, okay, D's depression. That's a hormone that mm-hmm. people are walking around depressed and can't get their mm-hmm. energy up. And we're putting sunscreen all over us instead of getting out and really getting the mm-hmm. sun. And I was playing volleyball for hours in the sun, and I was low in D and didn't didn't understand how I could be. I'm in the sun. I would be mm-hmm. out every day in it, and I was still low in it. So I know that mm-hmm. sometimes when people are trying to get to that level of happiness, they they might be doing smile meditations, and they might be at laughter yoga, or they might have a family that they're laughing with, and they still go like, why don't I feel, I feel kind of flat, this flat affect. And for me, it's honestly like a combination of all these things, but finding that for me it was really adding in the supplements was so huge. Like that made the difference mm-hmm. in night and day of me going like, oh, this is me. This is who I always was, was pretty vibrant and energy, energetic. So right. I'm a big mm-hmm. proponent of supplements. And I mentioned the magnesium oh. earlier because people are, that's, that's, those are like my, those few basics that people start and they're like, wow, I feel better. Wow, I'm sleeping. Yes. You know, so. Right. I don't know. So what would you recommend? Go ahead. Now, what Um, would you recommend to get our bees and D's? Well, D is one of those that you're supposed to have your blood levels checked. And Mm. there was evidence probably 15 years ago that it was one of the biggest epidemics in the U.S. And Mm -hmm. that there were doctors that didn't even run levels anymore. They just told their patients to get on D. And so I just tell people since I'm not a physician, but I would say like, get your levels checked. And right. I just take it daily. And my mind's been able to stay at a level. I take 5,000. Some people start on a thousand, but you should have your blood levels checked because it is a hormone. But the majority of people, they end up, particularly my clients end up saying I was extremely low and the doctor wrote a script for it. And not that it's a prescription, but they write a script of a high level of maybe taking it like a larger dose once a week to get their levels up. Mm -hmm. So the bees, um, I don't really know doctors, not the, but think about there are people who used to go get bee shots and then they would always, and I remember being a kid and people would go do bee shots and I didn't know what it was. I didn't pay attention in my twenties and people like, Oh, I had a, vitamin B shot. And I was like, really? And I never thought, why would I go get a B shot? And then I know why. And then they would say like, I feel so good. Or people who would be on crazy extreme diets would get the doctors gave them B shots. Why? Because they would be like laying on the couch without any energy. And so Mm. for me, I just know the bees. I take a couple times a day. I take it early in the morning and then I take it after lunch. And the difference is me being even 
And I used to, and when I was low in it, I remember in the afternoons going like, oh my gosh, did somebody just take the plug out? I needed to just close my eyes. And mm. and I tell people to get a good B because sometimes people would say, oh, I didn't feel any different. And I was like, you probably don't have a really good one then. Because most people mm-hmm. would say back to me, like, I definitely know the difference. <laughs> so, so um, the okay, B's so and the like, D's. What kind of B are we looking at? What do we, what do we look for? I know I see like the vase, right? The bees, vitamin vase. I don't know how effective they are, but what do you take? And do you for, do? Um, I, I happen to be a member of Life Extension, so I use their bee complex. Um, okay. And I know that I recommend people to go into a Whole Foods just to find the ones that they like ask somebody what are the good ones because they usually have a nutritionist, a vitamin specialist in there because there's so many choices. Right. And, and I yeah. know um, someone in my family, sorry, Trader Joe's cause they have, I love Trader Joe's, but they're bees. This person was like, I don't feel anything. I was like, who's are you mm-hmm. taking? And they're like, well, I just bought the mm-hmm. Trader Joe brand. I'm not saying it wouldn't maybe still be good for someone else to take it and they would get their energy from Trader Joe's but this person said I didn't feel anything I gave her one of mine she was like okay <laughs> you know wow and you have to take with food because it has niacin in it too and niacin will make you look all flushed like like you turn the heater on you you know so you have to take I have to take them with food or I'll get that kind of rush from the niacin but I I take that a couple times a day and they said you can take it up to three times a day so if I had a late softball game or something or I was going to be up later I would maybe take one at four or five and again it doesn't make me not be able to sleep but it makes me I say the difference if I have a bee in me is I want to run up my stairs in my home and when I don't it's like I walk up my stairs in my home and I like wanting right. to have that much zip in my step so I take mm-hmm. other supplements but those are the kind of basic ones that I am seeing more and more sleep issues so my integrative doctor friend, he he wanted me even sleeping more, and he had me put on, you know, I, I take Metagenics, um, the magnesium glycinate, and I take uh-huh. that, and it just, you go into a little bit deeper sleep, and you sleep a little longer, and obviously, there's a lot of stuff for brain health right now that is showing people need to sleep. If they, I can't even do this, but I know people wear their Fitbits and things at night, and I, years ago, tried to wear one I just couldn't I actually could feel it was a problem for me I could feel the difference if Mm -hmm. I didn't have it on but it just showed I wasn't having restful sleep and the magnesium is something that took me into a deeper sleep so um, we're not Mm -hmm. getting it through the foods now if you know Monsanto or now Bayer sprayed the food right so if you think of the wheat if people are eating wheat which I'm gluten-free but if they're spraying the wheat and then Mm -hmm. they they spray it while it's growing, then they harvest, then they spray it while it's drying. Drying. So some people would say, Carla, I don't have a gluten allergy. I go, okay. It's because they didn't test those chemicals that people's bodies are reacting to. So I did show the gluten allergy, but some people, it's not that you have to have a gluten allergy. It's that you, we can't handle all these chemicals in our bodies, right? Babies are being born with mm-hmm hundreds of chemicals in their bodies what's running through their system already from it running through our system so we're just having to eat cleaner now we just we just are we're just having to eat cleaner that's what's affecting people mentally spiritually physically that we've got to eat higher vibing food 
when we can. And, you know, the good news for people when they say they can't afford it, I think that's where I laugh because if they're buying meat, their bill drops a lot if right. they don't buy meat. And then they can go organic, yeah. and I'm really thankful Costco's become more organic. The grocery stores have become yeah. more organic. Trader Joe's does a great mm-hmm. job with their pricing on organics, but we've mm-hmm. got to eat cleaner food. You'll feel the difference. Another integrative doctor, he, the first thing he asks his clients is also, how many times did you eat out this week? Because he knows his clients will not feel as good unless they were like at home cooking organic food. He goes, okay, that he sees a direct correlation with how people are feeling. So that's mm. what I think of a lot of your listeners. They're on this because it's about cracking the joy, the the rich code, cracking the rich code. They've got to have energy to be productive too. And they might not mm-hmm. feel good. And that's so important for me is how do you feel? And so these are some right. some changes. Well, you, know, that that point, you made a point about being rich. It's a mentality. It's like, what is being rich? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. is it is it about money? Yeah, it's about the quality of life that you're living right now. Yeah. You know, if you're stuck yes. in the city and you know all the congestion and the stress, and you're fighting for that dollar, and you're eating fast food, like you said, and you know you're not getting your vitamins. How how do we even get up in the day? You know, I mean, really, and carry right. on. No wonder we're depressed. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And look at I'm I'm sure you've probably read about you know not only the level of depression, the level of anxiety, and I would imagine the, many of the listeners right now that I would bet most of them are struggling with anxiety and some form of depression because yep. the anxiety is running rampant. And now they're asking kids down in second grade are you having any kind of nervousness or anxiety or, and I know that's a big word for a second grader, but the percentage is so high and we have little kids with shaky little hands and nervous about things. And it's because everyone's Mm -hmm. kind of running a little bit too fast. Right. So that's what's fun about setting the blue zones with the people living over a hundred. They aren't, none of those areas were running like we run. And, you know, I'm in LA area, so it's not to say that I'm not around fast. <laughs> I, am around, mm-hmm. I can be around fast, but I don't live in it. I live outside of it. I live where, you know, I can, I live in a community that's not as, you know, doesn't, and, and again, I, I could have fun in the city, but I mm-hmm. I like to get out where there's nature too, but I just know these little kids are they're having to, put counseling groups in these little kids are having anxiety nervousness because everybody's driving too fast and running too fast and this group and that group and get in this sport and get in that thing and you know so so true i think that part of listeners tuning into their body and going gosh just before you sign up for one more thing or commit to one more thing for Mm -hmm. yourself or your kids check in if it works for the balance of your family right and i think again that that um, is attributed to competition you know, we're programmed yeah. to compete. And if you're not signed up for all these different things, you know, where are you going to be? Where are you going to land? Yeah. You don't know how to get ahead, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like we've lost it. We've lost our values. You know, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as competition. Do what you love. Mm-hmm. Do what you love and be happy. <laughs> you don't have to be the do, best do, in every sport. Do, hmm. Do you feel fortunate that you know your journey and your path and that, like, you feel inspired each day and that you listen? And uh, I, I just know I've done a lot of different 
even though I've done this for 20 years, I, I did a lot of different things, but that was one mm-hmm. thing I did listen to is like, okay, I'm done doing this. I don't, I don't feel like I have energy for it anymore is kind of what I say. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. delivered babies at home. I was actually a car dealer in Reno. I lived in Tahoe to get licensed and, and it was sort of like, okay, that was long enough. It was a few months. It wasn't that long, but mm-hmm. I still learned a lot being able to do that. But I, I had a cafe down in San Diego, and it was out a couple years in, and I was like, okay, that this isn't as much fun now. And I You're just right. changed, and and I know that that's uncommon because I I modeled it, but I know that many people are so afraid and want their certainty, so they won't yes. let go. They like, I so make good, a good living here, and I go. Okay, so how's that working for you? So mm-hmm. then let's spend a golden hour every week and put energy towards what you want to do. And at some mm-hmm. point, can you let go and trust it'll either be there or not, Or but mm-hmm. hopefully trust that there will be a new income. You, you'll be okay. <laughs> let's let's mm-hmm. reach. I'm sure some of your listeners are probably hanging on to something that they're, they feel stuck in, like, I can't, I can't go do what I want to do. And they know what they want to do, but they, they won't, go mm-hmm. they're too afraid, too afraid. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you, do you um, feel like you move through things to change? Like here, if you weren't on path, you were like, no, this doesn't inspire me. I got to go. I got to go get oh, back yeah. on path. Cause, oh yeah. Okay. I have to, uh, you know, I have to um, make sure that I fight the, the pull from people, the demand from, you know, everybody wants something, needs something, and I have to turn that in, whatever it is, and actually pull back and go, wait a minute. <laughs> I need to pull back in my time because if if all my hours are filled with demands from other people, it takes away my ability to create, and I'm a creator. And that's mm-hmm. I start to lose my passion. I start to lose my ability to give because I'm finding that it's being demanded. And I mm-hmm. really have to find that time. Yeah. So when we're talking about sleep, I understand how important sleep is, but I have so many people demanding my time during the day that by the time mm-hmm. the evening falls, it's my time. And mm-hmm. I love it. And so, and I honestly, it sounds really corny, but I just love my life so much that I don't <laughs> want to go to sleep. I literally am like, <laughs> no, I just want to be awake and I want to do this. <laughs> And I have to force myself to merely, that's it, turn it off, just go to bed, you know. And yes. um, I'm laying there with a smile on my face just going, I just love my life, Father, thank you. And and that yes. all came from, like, what you're talking about. I made an absolute decision. It was one day, and I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I dedicated wow. my life to love. And it didn't mm-hmm. matter you know, like what was being called or pulled at, or people were testing me, circumstances, money, it didn't matter. And, um, you know, I've just, I've stuck with that and incredible things happen when you mm. are in alignment with your calling. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, um, you know, when they say love is the answer, I, people equate it to, you know, romance, finding somebody, not being alone. That's not what it is. It's a vibration. It's mm-hmm. an energy, energy vibration, yeah, in this world, and um, that's what that's what you're talking about through your whole chapter is basically that vibration and living there. You said healers are living music, helping us shift to a higher vibration. I love that. 
That's what mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. If we have the, the, you know, the wherewithal to pull back from the demands and say, no, I am a healer. I need to vibrate what she's talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even you just saying it, even though I wrote it, I put it in the book, <laughs> I <laughs> feel like it touched my heart because I do know that it it's not that hard to get in alignment with that harmony and that peace and that vibration. And mm-hmm. I, I really, I've lost everything. I was in a huge multimillion dollar project that we, we lost everything like bankrupt mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'm not saying I always had my grace about me. So I humbly sit here and say, you know, it was messy. <laughs> it was hard, <laughs> but, sure. but, thank goodness I was meditating and could get back to myself. And and then, it you know, you fall off and you feel like, you know, and then, but, mm-hmm. but my habits back then were medita- meditation and eating well. And, and again, some trusting in that process of, of, okay, this is part of my journey. And it's part of my journey that allows people when they come in my office, that if they have lost everything to not be ashamed, right? Because shame's an awful it's a lower frequency. Oh, yeah. There's so much fear around mm-hmm. it. And so when I was like, oh, wait, oh you know, they look, look at me or something. I was like, oh, no, I, I, yeah, doesn't feel good. I don't judge you for it. And I've walked that mm-hmm. road and had fun. And mm-hmm. so, and because I know a lot of entrepreneurs are probably on this call or listening to this too, is usually we're swinging the bat. And if we're swinging the bat, we, we're going to strike out sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strike out. Mm-hmm. But I want to say that project in itself, I did not want to go into. And I got put in a position, or I felt put in a position to choose it that I didn't want to at the time. But my intuition mm-hmm. was screaming to not do that project. So forever, whoever <laughs> listening, if your body's not screaming, it's a yes. It's a no. That's right. Because it will tell okay. you a yes. <laughs> a yes yep. is a yes. When you said, Carly, do That's you want right. to do this? I was like, yes. You know, like it was yep. easy. Clear as like, day. Do I want to do it? Yes, clear as day. Clear, clear, clear. Mm-hmm. Clear as day. I love that. Um, you know, what else I wanted to mention too is when you were talking about contemplation and how it's a gift to yourself. Explain mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Well, and and it was so fun because I wrote it in the book, and then doing some continuing education units for my license. I was studying more about meditation and teach meditation and the importance of contemplation. But what their stress, what they were stressing was we have eliminated that because we have our phones on us. We have an iPad or the TV on. So we don't allow for space or in the car, it's Sirius XM or whatever, a book on tape or something. So we don't even allow time for contemplation but for me contemplation is sitting with space and sitting and and first off because I'm I we all are busy doing certain things I just like go sit in the backyard and I will for a moment struggle to just sit there like my body will be like well you could you could shh because in the (laughs) contemplation (laughs) true (laughs) right you know like yes. just like wanting so to like zip it just for a minute like stop but then mm-hmm. there's a, a thing of like then you get present right then you sort of notice like oh oh there's look at that that little bees over there on that flower over there and then 
then we're noticing like our breathing softening, then our shoulders are softening, and then we're connecting spiritually, or that's when we're also getting clarity, right? We're getting information. We're just kind of sitting in being. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, here's an idea. Oh, is it a thought that needs to keep going and just was a distraction or was it so connected that it was your guidance, right? Your guidance mm-hmm. to your purpose. You're so much faster. Like you said, you stop. You're so much faster to getting where you want to go if you stop with mm-hmm. the space. Because it cleared off the whole desk, right? It cleared the whole desk. And was oh, like, true. This is what you're doing. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm supposed to be doing right, right now. So that's right. that part of why. I was just in Europe. I had this great time in Europe. And someone's like, what did you like? And honestly, I did so much walking. And I know everybody says they walk <laughs> in Europe. But I was just like, I enjoyed just walking in the parks. And I really had time for contemplation of just mm-hmm. being and walking. And it was so beautiful. And what it gave me, what that trip gave me, and I know everybody gets different things from trips, but what it gave me was it made me comfortable back in to spend more time outside. Is um, mm-hmm. I was outside so much that it makes my body want to be out there again because it was so in its natural state and it felt so free because we're in summertime and that's flip-flops and, you know, not heavy coats mm-hmm. and the, more of the darkness. Right. We're more internal time. And so it really took me outside that when now to go sit outside, my body's not fighting to like, yeah, but you could, you could, you, you know, now it just goes out there so and true. it knows how to sit. So I'm, I'm wanting to hold mm-hmm. that too. You know, I want to hold that in my body that it'll keep like in its natural state, go out there and mm-hmm. just sit down and, because that's how so people true. used to be. <laughs> Could go sit right. out on their porch, right? They right. Could just go sit out on their porch. And you know, that, right. And you know that what that is—that contemplation, that that moment of stillness. Just to what you're saying, it's when you're still, you're listening. When you're listening, the Holy Spirit speaks, and that's where your ideas come from. Because what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is information. It's mm-hmm. I call it the library. And so when you're still, mm-hmm. it's you're mm-hmm. able to receive that message, the guidance, the direction, your next step, your answer, whatever it is. Give mm-hmm. yourself that time to check in. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? Because we're, when mm-hmm. we're talking and walking and running and providing, we're not listening to anything. Mm-hmm. Until, right. until you get really in touch. And that's, that's what you're talking about, being in touch with this moment right now and watching the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Right. right. And I don't know if you felt this way with the book, but um, when when Jim came in, the when when I was we were asked to saw they saw to do this, it there was not even a pause. I was more surprised I even sought to do it, but that's because I was being conscious and I've been open mm-hmm. to looking for new things, mm-hmm. a new directions. So here this mm-hmm. shows up. And I called Jim, Annie answers. And then we, we never even talked about the book at first. We talked about all these other mm-hmm. things. And there was all these synchronicities. One of my dearest friends for over 40 years, 44 years, who lives near him, is friends with his best friend. His wife is my one of my best oh, friends. Wow. Is friends with his wife. Wow. And so then, <laughs> but like, I just look at how small this world is. That's so we right. have these connections. And then 
there was this comfortableness I felt with Jim, right? There's an ease when you meet your people, your tribe. I so oh, say yeah. we're always looking for our tribe. There was just that an ease right. and an ease with you, and there was an ease with Joel. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that other part of people, like if they're not comfortable with where they are, I would be opening every night in my meditation. I'd be open, like, show me where my tribe is. I'm open to right. receive them, pull them in, because you'll know. Mm-hmm. You'll know your tribe. You'll feel oh, yeah. a connection instantly um, and comfortable, well, too. And effortless. Yeah. It's easy yes, and effortless. Easy and when effortless. your conversation flows, your heart is together. It's like you, you're you're expressing each other's thoughts and feelings. Like, yeah, this is where I belong right here. And uh, people don't understand when when you get that pushback. Uh, you know the adversity, the the um, you know I gotta I have to overcome the objections. It's like no, you don't. That's not your people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. it easy. Yes. Yes. Make it easy. Right. Just love on people. Right. And yeah. um, those who are meant to be with you will be with you. Don't struggle so much with those who you can't convince. You can't push them to, to and control them. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. No me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yes. no need for that. Um We are running about, we have about seven minutes left. And my goodness. And we've just touched base on all of this okay so in in your book in your chapter you said um the goal is to resonate over 700 megahertz and that's the measurement mm-hmm. for joy so mm-hmm. that's foreign to a lot of people you know so explain that well i i always know i like i knew for so many years that there i mean we all know we're energy like right we know that mm-hmm. so most people get the concept of that and then I knew there's a vibration. There's a difference. And we could walk in a room and feel like, oh, this doesn't feel good, right? You can mm-hmm. walk in this bath. Yeah. You can watch somebody. And, in fact, one of the things, it's, it's going to sound a little bit gross, but one of the things I say to my clients when they're in a mood, it's like they vomited all over the room. And if somebody threw up in the room, sure. you would know, like, oh, my gosh, right? It would change the whole feeling in the room. And everybody's vibration would be lowered. So for me, I I feel a certain I feel a responsibility to my for the the planet that my part is to be conscious as much as possible to house my frequencies. Mm-hmm. So it was it was fun to have that there's information out there um in books now that they are measuring the vibration of energy and words and states of our well-being and our consciousness. So here mm-hmm. um they can measure when somebody is angry and and hopeless and there's a frequency of about 100 megahertz which that's not much energy in in yourself in the room that you're mm-hmm. you're, you're giving off right and so mm-hmm. one of the right. things i even talk with people who struggle with anger is and anger is above that that energy if you don't have hope like we got to at least have hope that's a little bit of energy but when we get to anger there's at least more energy but the higher Mm -hmm. we go in our vibration that resonates out from us so when we put ourselves or our kids or someone on time out what we were what we really would be saying is like could you just shift your vibration can you just go shift your vibration come back you're not in trouble just come shift go shift your energy because your energy is affecting everyone everybody Mm -hmm. let's let's get back to high vibing right like let's go and and i 
I didn't know it at the time, but I would put myself on a timeout because I was like, ah, I'm not good right now. I need to go have a timeout. But yep. it, we could have just said, we're shifting our vibration. Let's go shift our vibration. Mm-hmm. So for me, mm-hmm. one of the things that I feel is part of my purpose is I have sometimes people with cancer. That's a different frequency. That's a different frequency in the body. That's a vibration that's measured. And, and I think that part of why if my vibration can be at the level, at a higher level of love or joy, then I can send that out to someone else and affect their vibration. And we can all do that for one another. There's evidence, there's scientific research. So I want to make sure that I'm, you know, ready at any time. So I want to keep my energy Absolutely. at that level. So to me, I think exactly. if we can start within ourselves and raising our vibration and then in meditation, sending that vibration out into the community to raise the vibration and send it out to all of LA and to all of California and throughout the U S and throughout the world. And Mm -hmm. evidence shows when we've meditated in group and we've, we've, there's evidence of showing changes and we could change weather patterns. We can change. Like I know to some people this might be foreign, but it's not, it's, it's not, we are powerful light beings and we just forgot that, we, if we keep our vibration in the right place, we've given up a lot of our power and our energy to be connected and be connected with one another. So I think that's, that's so really exciting. important. If you really swallow mm-hmm. that and take that information that you're giving, it's so exciting. You know, it's like yes, I am an I energy so. being. I can actually create. I can actually change things. Yeah, you know, really take it and, and run with that. Okay, so we're we're running out of time, and oh my gosh, I have so much to say. So I love this part too. When you said, after we learn about self love, the next evolutionary state is giving back to experience our greatest joy. So first, we have to love ourselves. We hear that all the mm-hmm. time, but it's like mm-hmm. I think people struggle with the how. Well, I think that's why sometimes. I just start with small increments of to love ourselves is so many things are running through my mind, but I think that part of that's where I do talk a lot about self care or just to start yes. a two minute meditation for ourselves, like some little simple things, just making some better food, just like any of those little choices. But I, right. I wanted to, you know, to me touch about giving back. Cause I know you, I, I know I'm jumping ahead and I know we're going to run out of time. No, we're going to run out of time, but you know what? So this is this is oh. what I want to do. I want to tell everybody where we can reach you. Where can we get a okay. hold of you? Um, yeah, go ahead with that. So we the website is Carla's Counseling, Coaching, and Classes. And the website is Carla's Counseling. Um, they can they can find me my website at carlascounseling.com. My cell is six six one eight zero three one three five two. And um, I, I, as I said, I'm not on on Facebook a ton, but I am posting on, um, I have a, where it's integrative, I think it's Carla's integrative coaching. Oh my gosh, I got to look up what's my Facebook name. That's okay. But yes, but there's a Facebook. I don't know if you end up uh, posting. If you end up posting, if people can see. Yeah. So, um, but. We can get a hold of you. We're going to track you down. (laughs) Thank you for having yeah, no, me be a part of this, and hopefully that the listeners are smiling or their energy is going a little bit more. That would be my wish yes. to everyone listening. Yes. 
And if anybody would like to get a copy of um, Cracking the Rich Code and have Carla sign it, just email me at Marilyn at BritVenture.com, and we will get you a book. Um, and it's also available on Amazon. You can go there. And if you're an 